Hey there, I'm Daphna Chazen, and this is the Down to Earth PCOS Nutrition Podcast. On the show, we talk about managing PCOS using proven strategies, ditching diets for good, and balancing hormones naturally. Let's get to it. Today's episode is pretty exciting because we're talking about food and what to eat for PCOS. I'm going to walk you through an entire day of PCOS friendly meals that are not only delicious, but they're also going to be healthy, hormone balancing, and super simple to put together. Listen, it could be very confusing to know what to eat for PCOS because everywhere you go, you get conflicting messages and different tips, and it just becomes overwhelming to just prepare a meal, to just have breakfast, lunch, or dinner for that matter. And so today we're going to simplify things for you. I'm going to show you that it can actually be easy, intuitive, and pretty common sense to put those meals together. And of course, I have lots of examples for you, as well as a free downloadable meal plan that you can access in the description below. All right, we're starting now. Grab a pen and paper and let's do this. Let's get started with breakfast. I'm a breakfast eater. I always have been. If I don't eat a good breakfast every single morning, I don't feel well and I cannot function. But I know that not everybody is like that. So if you're not a breakfast eater, still hear me out. Now is a good time to try having breakfast. And if you're following the recommendations and ideas that I'll give you today, I think you're going to find that breakfast is helpful in balancing your hormones, keeping your appetite under control, keeping your energy levels more stable. And we know that from studies and different experiments that have been done throughout the years, women who eat breakfast tend to have an easier time with ovulation and fertility, better hormonal balance, easier time managing weight, as well as more stable cravings, energy levels, and mood. So I think we can all get on board with that. Let's talk a little bit about what makes a breakfast PCOS friendly. The ideal breakfast for PCOS is very different than the typical Western breakfast. So when you think about what people eat for breakfast, things like toast with jelly or cream cheese or potatoes, pancakes, waffles, these are foods that are okay to have. But for PCOS, we want to focus on different nutrients because those are the ones that help us keep blood sugar and hormones under control. And so we're looking for higher protein breakfasts, breakfasts that include some fiber and produce, as well as a healthy source of fat. Another thing that we want to pay attention to is coffee. It's important to focus on drinking your coffee with the meal or after it, not on an empty stomach and having moderate amounts of coffee in order to keep cortisol levels under control. We don't want to spike our cortisol, which is a stress hormone that can already be elevated with PCOS. And so minding your coffee intake, both in terms of timing and amount is important. So let's take a look at two examples of PCOS friendly breakfast. One is going to be sweet. One is going to be savory. All right. So the first one is scrambled eggs with veggies, peppers, kale. You can use any types of vegetables that you like with a side of sliced avocado. So what we have here is a high protein breakfast. It has 20 grams, mostly coming from the eggs. And then we're also adding volume with the veggies and some good fiber from that produce, as well as a healthy source of fat, which is avocado on the side. You can also add 
a cup of berries here, an apple, some sliced oranges. So feel free to add a fruit to your breakfast. It is totally okay, not too high in sugar and something that's gonna add not just sweetness, but also a feeling of fullness because fruit is high water content and it contains additional fiber. The other breakfast option that we have is on the sweet side and it's including yogurt, fruit, and pumpkin seeds. So let's break it down. Greek yogurt is an excellent source of protein and you do not have have to avoid dairy, okay? So you can include Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, ricotta cheese, or any other type of dairy in your day every single day. I usually recommend two servings. Yogurt is a great convenient source of protein for breakfast. And what we paired it with here are fruit. So we're getting some carbohydrates, some good fiber from the berries and oranges. And on top of that, we are adding pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds contain a lot of vitamin B6, which is important for fertility, as well as healthy fats and additional fiber. And so this is a great combination of foods for PCOS because we have the healthy fat, the high fiber fruit, and the high protein yogurt, which makes it a complete balanced breakfast. Now, if this is not enough and you want to add something on the side, you can add something like a protein shake or another handful of nuts, or you can add a chicken-based sausage to this breakfast for additional protein. What's great about yogurt is that it can be taken on the go. And so if you're someone who rushes out the door, you can have a little bit of fruit and the seeds prepared in a little baggie in advance and then just grab a cup of yogurt and you can eat this in the office or when you do get a chance to sit down. Of course, don't eat it while you're driving, but this can be a breakfast that you take to go. In the meal plan that I'm sharing with you today, you get additional breakfast ideas. Some are sweet, some are savory. They're all super simple to put together. I have the recipes, the nutrition information, and everything that you need to know in order to start getting those breakfasts into your rotation. Let's move on to talking about lunch. For lunch, a lot of people tend to skip a meal. They eat something small on the go, maybe a bar, maybe a handful of pretzels. You get busy and you just forget to eat. And before you know it, it's 4 p.m. and you are famished. Skipping lunch almost always backfires because then you get hangry in the afternoon, those cravings hit, you tend to overeat before dinner, you get an energy dip, your mood may be a little cranky. And so making sure that you put lunch on your calendar and make it a point to pause what you're doing and eat something is really crucial for PCOS, for your mood, for your sanity, for your hunger levels, for everything. There are literally hundreds, if not thousands of lunch ideas that are PCOS friendly. But what I found over the years is that lunches that have big volume as well as a combination of an animal and a plant-based protein are the best for keeping appetite under control, your mood stable, your energy levels up, and your cravings under control. And so this is what I would recommend and I'm going to show you some examples. Let's take a look at two examples of PCOS friendly lunches that combine big volume, which usually means we're starting with a big bed of vegetables vegetables. And it doesn't have to be a salad, although that's the one example that I have here, but we also have a stir fry. So both the stir fry and the salad offer a variety of non-starchy vegetables that give you a big amount of food. We get full and satiated by eating a certain amount of food because that food then pushes against the stomach walls and signals to the brain that we're getting full. And so it's important that your meals contain enough 
volume to fill you up. And then on top of that, we are adding the two sources of protein. I love using plant-based proteins because they not only add protein, they also add fiber and they're super healthy and nutritious for PCOS. And so in this example, we have chickpeas, but you can also use beans of all different types, lentils, edamame. Those are all excellent sources of plant-based protein as well as tofu in tempeh. And also we're combining it with an animal source of protein. So that could be fish, chicken, shellfish, turkey, lean beef. You can choose whatever combination of proteins that you like here. But what's important is that you have an animal source, a plant-based source. This combination really allows for good hormone control and a good blood sugar response after your meals. In the free meal plan that I'm sharing with you today, you have additional lunch options for PCOS, of different types, some sandwiches, stir fries, additional salads, and you're gonna see different combinations of protein types, and that's gonna help you understand how to create your own combos at home. Let's talk about snacks, because most people do need one or two snacks between lunch and dinner to keep your appetite under control or to just get a little pick-me-up in the afternoon. What's important here is that you're timing your snacks to bridge you between meals, meaning they're gonna help you go from lunch to dinner again, without feeling too hungry. So if you eat lunch around 1230 and dinner around six, you're probably gonna need a snack around three to 4 p.m. just to keep yourself neutral and not get overly hungry. And so for snacks, I want you to combine either a fat and fiber source or a produce and protein source. Let's take a look at some examples. Here in the meal plan that I'm sharing with you today, I have two great snack examples that fall under the category. So one is a protein and produce where you can see here we have the deli roast beef and carrots. So the roast beef is your protein, carrots are of course your produce, and you can include a protein like egg and cherry tomatoes here. You can have a yogurt with some berries, so the produce can be fruit as well. And then the other snack that that we have is a little snack box of popcorn, olives, apples, and sugar snap peas. And so what we have here is a fat source, those are your olives, and then fiber from the fruit and from the vegetables and the popcorn. All three of those foods are good sources of fiber. So again, we have a protein and produce or a fat and fiber. Of course, additional options and snack ideas are inside your free meal plan for today. Okay, we made it to dinner and I'm going to keep it really simple for you. For dinner, I want you to use something called the plate method. One of the reasons I love this so much is first of all, it's easy and you can do it anywhere, at a friend's house, on vacation, in a restaurant. It just works every single time. The plate method says that you're gonna take a round plate and you're gonna divide it into thirds. One third of your plate is gonna be filled with your protein, one third with your starch, so that could be rice, potatoes, sweet potatoes, quinoa, pasta, and then a third is gonna be your non-starchy vegetables. So that could be cooked or raw, like a salad. That's the only thing I want you to work on for right now. Use the plate method, try different combinations. Of course, I have ideas and examples in the meal plan, but when you download the meal plan, you're gonna use the inspiration that's there. You don't have to follow it to a T, okay? So I just wanted to make sure that you know, you can put combinations of your own based on your flavor preferences and creativity, but I do have the meal plan for inspiration and the recipes there to give you ideas and examples. So let's take a look at two dinners that I have inside the meal plan. The first one is the Cuban beef picadillo and that comes with rice and it comes with a side salad. So as you can see, 
the plate is divided where a third of it would be the salad, a third is your rice, a third is the beef dish. The other option we have is a sheet pan Dijon chicken thigh with broccoli. This is a delicious meal. And again, we have the protein, which is the chicken, the non-starchy vegetable, which is your broccoli. And then on the side, we have sweet potato fries. So when you put all three of these things on your plate at a third, third, third ratio, what you're going to find is a super balanced plate that's going to be really hormone friendly. Okay. And so again, more ideas inside your meal plan for today. It's 100% free. It's going to give you really nice options for meals that use regular ingredients are easy to put together and are absolutely delicious. Let's talk about dessert because who doesn't love a good dessert after dinner? You can absolutely eat dessert with PCOS. You don't have to avoid it, but of course we want to be smart and strategic about it. And so I've come up with the three P's that help you balance out your dessert. And those are plan it, portion it and pair it. All right. So let's break it down. The first thing is to plan it. We want to make sure that when you're eating dessert, you're getting 100,000% enjoyment and pleasure out of it. And sometimes we eat dessert or we eat some snacks after dinner that don't really mean anything to us. And we don't get the pleasure and satisfaction out of them. And then we end up just eating them mindlessly. And so I want you to think about what desserts are really delicious and meaningful to you. You're going to enjoy them. And I want you to also think about when are you going to have them and how are you going to eat it so ideally everything would go on a plate you would be sitting down eating them mindfully and savoring every bite and just adding more awareness to the process of having dessert and planning it can be a game changer the second thing is portion it what I want you to do like I just said is put everything you're going to eat on a plate at once this is going to help prevent overeating because when we are eating right from a food package or from a container or ice cream for example it's really hard to gauge the amount. And so it's better to portion things out, serve yourself, put the package back, and then go sit down and eat it mindfully, okay? This is all about how we eat and the behavior around food, and it can really make a difference. So if you do nothing else, I want you to think about how you eat dessert. And if you can put things on a plate, portion them, sit down and really savor the food so that you can get maximum enjoyment out of it, you're golden. And then the last thing is pairing it. Pairing it means that if we're eating something like a piece of chocolate or a cookie or ice cream that do tend to have sugar in them or carbohydrates, we want to pair them with a protein or fat source because that's going to help keep blood sugar more stable. When we eat a dessert with a protein or a fat source, it helps your body process it more slowly. It prevents a blood sugar and insulin spike, and it keeps those cravings at bay so that the sugar from the dessert doesn't pull you in and you feel dissatisfied satisfied and you have to keep going back for more. Inside your free meal plan, you have some examples of paired desserts that are perfectly balanced. Things like the cherry ricotta honey bowl and the tahini dates covered in chocolate. I have a lot of desserts that are delicious and really hit that sweet spot for you without worsening your PCOS symptoms, which is the most important thing. All right. So what I want you to do right now is go ahead and download that meal plan. You can find it in the description below. And I would also love to answer or any questions that you have about what to eat for PCOS. So drop them below this video and I cannot wait to chat about it with you, see your thoughts and help you clarify anything that's still not clear so that you can eat with confidence and feel amazing in your body with PCOS. I'll see you here again soon.